Welcome back to Twins Talk Tech Leadership. This is going to be a special episode as we have just returned from IT Nation in Orlando, Florida. What an incredible event. We're talking over 7,000 attendees, both in person and virtual. We're talking about a motorcycle that was raffled away, a car that was raffled away, over 170 exhibitors. I love the creativity from these vendors. You could tell when they love being in the moment. We talked about the canine for warriors and why it's so important to support our veterans. We had the pitch IT finalists, the pitch it finalists were there. And we had a special musical performance by Montel Jordan. This is how we do it. Enjoy this episode. Stay tuned for more content on all of our platforms from this event and learn why we love working with our partners. Take care. We didn't find any company that really specialized in that. So we said, you know what? We really, that's what we are serving that market. We got to make sure we are the top provider of threat intelligence into our products to help protect that environment. Welcome to the Twins Talk Tech Leadership Podcast, where we highlight and explore the views of thought leaders and organizations across the tech industry. We're presenting topics on leadership, sales, and trends from our perspective as individuals and, of course, as twins. Welcome to the Twins Talk Tech Leadership. Welcome back to Twins Talk Tech Leadership. We are at IT Nation here in Orlando, Florida, having a great time connecting with different thought leaders, having a blast, and can't wait to continue to bring you some content of all the different people we are interviewing while we are here. Right now, I'm going to introduce somebody who's behind the scenes, but at the same time, she's in front of the scenes because she is an MC. She's introducing all the keynote speakers, letting us know what's going to take place and how we're going to be excited walking away from this event. We're going to be speaking with, quickly with Vicki Bruns. She is the Mark manager of the marketplace and vendor solutions, helping different partners understand how to navigate and get the most out of their relationship with ConnectWise. Vicki, how are you today? I'm doing great, David, how are you? I'm awesome, loving it. Thank you so much for being a gracious host. We're excited to be here. Tell me about your role and what you're doing at ConnectWise. So our goal is to really shine a light on all of the amazing things that are going on in this conference. There are over 165 different exhibitors over a hundred breakout sessions. There's so much going on that's packed into three days of content and fun. And we want to help to be a guide for the partner and also the, the vendor experience. And I mean, this is, this is great. I mean, there's over 25 different countries that are represented at this conference. And I just got the latest stats. I don't know if they're going to keep going up. Hopefully they will for the virtual attendees, but we've got over 7,000 attendees oh on-site and virtually 7,000 attendees for one of the largest if not the absolute best tech conferences of the year fantastic you heard it here you don't have to just be live in Orlando Florida you can actually be participating virtually what else should people know about the conference here Vicki yeah well I can tell you that there are uh, if you attend the virtual experience there are 40 breakout sessions that you will get access to all of the four keynotes that are happening as well 
And also, you'll have access to that content for up to 90 days after the conference ends. And I would say this is my seventh IT Nation Connect, and I've, I always learn, always meet somebody new every time. I, I just look forward to seeing the new faces and, and then seeing that light, right? If somebody gets that aha moment, they can bring back to their business. Love it. Yeah, absolutely. And we're so glad that you guys are coming to join us too. Yes. From a community it. perspective, it's, it's you know, the first time and we can keep bringing the community back and, and making it even more prevalent in years to come. Well, we appreciate the platform. We were privy to last year's Pitch IT finalists. They all came on our podcast individually. This year, I was a coach in helping them to get prepared for oh, this nice. year. So yeah. I'm excited to be able to continue to work with the finalists. But I want to ask you, we talked about being behind the scenes and in front of the scenes. Real quick, Vicki, why do you love being an MC, and what do you get out of going up and introducing these speakers? Because you're setting the stage for them. Yeah, I, I just, I want people to feel the excitement that I felt when I attended my first IT Nation Connect. And I, it was literally like walking into the greatest show. And that is the experience that we want everyone to feel because we're, we're in it together and we want to make sure that people walk away with just understanding the value that this experience and that this conference brings to the MSP community. And Hey, I mean, let's try to hit 10,000 next year. Who knows? We're, we're <laughs> definitely looking forward to it. You guys have so many things going on, so many different activities. Yes. I will oh, say tons this. of content, tons yeah. of releases going on as well. Awesome. Well, Vicki, thanks for joining us. We're going to get you back onto the podcast. We're going to continue to film and give some insight into what's going on here this week to all of our listeners. But thanks for coming on. Let's get you back on again. Awesome. We look forward to it and talk more about the ConnectWise ecosystem, which is what I do outside of the MC experience. So that's what thanks. we're going to do next. Thanks again. Awesome. Welcome back to Twins Talk Tech Leadership. Today, we have a special guest. We're joined by a speaker, an author, a highly sought-after technology thought leader, Rafael Marty or Rafi, serves as the Executive Vice President and General Manager of Cybersecurity at ConnectWise. ConnectWise is a leading platform of software and services built for the technology service providers out there. Rafi has an extensive background, big data analytics, and of course, we're going to talk about his favorite subject, cybersecurity. In our conversation, let's learn a little bit about his leadership journey. Let's talk about his background in executive management product development. You might even get preview to some of the things that he enjoys doing when he's not in the office. This is some of the conversation we're going to unfold today. Rafi, how are you today? I'm great. Hey, David. Nice to be here. Incredible conference. My twin brother has been here before many times. He used to be an MSP VAR, got on the side of training. Now we're training MSPs oh, nice. on everything from the technical side to the soft skills side, how to help managers become better sales leaders how to help people who are transitioning from, let's say, lower management up into senior mm -hmm. management, and of course, public speaking. I wanted to ask you a little bit about what's going on with ConnectWise, how you guys are constantly looking at the changing threat landscape. Can you give us a brief overview of what you're doing in your role and how you guys are managing this climate, the way it's changing post-pandemic, and the work you're doing with MSPs? Yeah, well, um, hey, you're hitting on a very core topic for us, right? Like if you, if you look at the market, like everybody's asking, well, how do I stay secure? Because things are always changing, right? And I say, look, technology changes, the threat landscape changes, as you said, right? The vendor landscape changes constantly. Like there's new products out there all the time that are like trying to sell into the MSP space. You have uh, cyber insurance requirements. You have compliance requirements, regulatory compliance mandates that you have to adhere to. It's like 
all these different factors together, it is a really hard landscape for the MSP to figure out what are we going to do? What products should we offer? What services? How do we make sure our customers are secure? And that's, that's what we're really here for, to help. Uh, we spend a lot of time looking at the entire landscape and everything, figuring out what's going on, right? From a technology perspective, a lot of MSPs are moving their on-prem workloads to the cloud. On the threat landscape, there's constantly new stuff showing up. I literally just had a conversation where a partner of ours was asking, hey, there's all these new AI-based attacks. How do you protect from that? It's like, well, let's unpack that. What are these guys doing now with AI? Right? So we constantly look at that. We actually have a team called the, the Cyber Research Unit, the CRU, that is focused on looking into the dark corners of the internet and figuring out what is happening, what are the bad guys doing, what are they attacking, what are new exploits, what are new vulnerabilities, what are new uh, threat actors out there, who is being attacked, and then bringing that knowledge back into our products, right? So we have a whole team dedicated on that. I'm, I'm spending a lot of time looking at the vendor landscape, understanding what are the markets doing, right? And there's the, the enterprise security market is always an in interesting leading indicator. We look at a lot of these tools, but then we really, we go in and say, look, okay, here's a couple of vendors that, I don't know, in, in a certain space, security awareness, right? We're looking at them and we're like, these are not quite suited, right? Because a lot of these enterprise companies, you can't just bring their products in because they're not built for MSPs. It's just the MSP space needs like a 15 degree different approach, right? It's not completely different, but there's a few things that we just need. And so we, we are trying to be that filter to bring out and, and bring in the, the right products to the MSPs. We're working on our own products, right? We're, we're, we're bringing, there's a lot of innovation we're talking about this week. I could go on and on. There's just, there's so much happening, right? You can tell, I'm excited about all this. Yeah. Um, You're definitely passionate, Rafi. And what I, what I love is you said earlier that you are also developing and working on different avenues to detect the threats that are out there. You have your cyber research unit. What led you to do that? Was it really the rise from the pandemic, the rise of AI and the different, uh, I would say, bad agents that are out there taking advantage of that? What led you to decide to push forward on this initiative to really develop a CRU mm. and say, let's get out there and give you guys the freedom and the flexibility to go find this? We'll be right back after this short break. I am delighted to announce that App Meetup's customers can now benefit from the presentation and speaking training courses with our integration and partnership with DSB Leadership Group. DSB Leadership Group is committed to providing training and resources to support professionals becoming more effective communicators and increase their impact and value. And that is the reason why App Meetup and DSB Leadership Group have formed a partnership to make sure that our MSPs, which is you, can be effective and powerful speakers in the community. Whether you are hosting a major conference, a specialized training, or a year-end corporate event, finding the right keynote speaker or breakout speaker should be at the top of your priority list. Partner with Elite Speaker Services to book speakers according to your specifications and needs. Elite Speaker Services has the depth of speakers and the experience to bring you peace of mind and a successful event. Go to EliteSpeakerServices.com for all your event needs. Let us deliver the message your audience needs to hear. Let us deliver beyond your expectations. Are you an MSP looking to strengthen the relationships that you have with your clients? 
Look to reinforce your value by maximizing your QBRs. Simplify the approach by turning any account manager into a virtual CIO with the Humanize IT framework. Visit humanizeit.biz and start to create genuine human connections through better conversations rather than just presentations. Humanize IT. Are you someone who dreads public speaking? Does the mere thought of getting up in front of a crowd make you break out in a cold sweat? Well, fear no further because there's a solution that can help you overcome your fear and master the art of public speaking. Introducing our book, Talk It Up, a guide to successful public speaking. This comprehensive guide is perfect for anyone of any age in any profession if they want to improve the public speaking skills. Whether it's for a work presentation, a conference, a job interview, giving a toast at a wedding, or even a TED Talk. With Talk It Up, you'll learn how to craft and deliver a powerful speech that engages your audience and leaves a lasting impression. You'll discover techniques for controlling your nerves, protecting your idea, projecting your voice, using your body language, all to keep your audience engaged. Plus, you get tips on everything from creating an outline to using visual aids to managing a Q&A session. Imagine being able to speak confidently and being able to captivate your audience. With Talk It Up, you can become a skilled public speaker in no time. And the best part, it's available on Amazon. So you can start reading today and take your first steps to become a confident public speaker. Don't let your fear of public speaking hold you back any longer. Order your copy of Talk It Up today and start speaking with confidence. That's a really awesome question. Um, if you look, we say for endpoint detection, right? We partner with a couple of companies. We actually just announced our uh, relationship with Microsoft in the last few weeks where we are uh, we built an, a managed detection re response service around the Microsoft Defender for Business, but we also support a couple other EDRs out there with our SOC services. Now, if you look at that, they are, you deploy them on your endpoint, no matter where, like what kind of endpoint you're running their solutions on, whether that's in a large enterprise or whether it's in a small bakery somewhere in an endpoint, these EDR products, and, and this is not just EDRs, it could be anything, right, any security product, they, they don't um, discriminate where they're running and they don't adapt necessarily to that specific environment. And that's where the layer of threat intelligence comes in, where you can say, you know what, in the MSP space that's also the SMB, it's a different threat vector, it's different threat intelligence we have to apply than if you were to protect Goldman Sachs or JP Morgan. They're, their focus is much more on insider threat and, and spies and whatnot, right? Um, the stuff that comes out in the movies, which is actually reality. But um, in the MSP space, it, it's slightly different. And we didn't find any company that really specialized in that. So we said, you know what? We really, that's what we are serving, that market. We got to make sure we are the top the, uh, provider of threat intelligence into our products to help protect that environment. And so that's that's how we stood up to CRU. Um, and it's been incredibly successful building out our threat intelligence platform around really the, the MSP-based threat intelligence. I love that, Rafi. And if you're listening to this podcast and you love the program that we deliver, make sure you're downloading these episodes, you're subscribing, so that we continue to bring on incredible leadership like Rafi to the program. You, you talked about really customizing 
making sure you understand what is sufficient enough to take care of those certain markets. You don't want to be taking in a, a, let's say, a, a hammer to a war where you really need bazookas, right? You've got to give them what they need. And so as your role of uh, executive vice president there in that, in that situation, talk about the time you spend on strategy. It's not just implementing or setting out this directive or this order, but how much time do you spend on the overall strategy of the organization in terms of what you need to go after and how you're going to handle the threats that are going, uh, that are coming before us? I, um, I'm not sure if I can give you a percentage of my time I spend on it, but um, I spend quite a bit of time staying up to date with just the latest developments in the market. I, I read all kinds of analyst reports, uh, blogs, and things like that, a couple of newsletters where I try to stay um, even up to date on pretty technical things as well, um, but really understand what are the big drivers, right? like SASE as a, as a, a theme or XDR or, or ITDR. And for all the listeners, right, like, I apologize because security is just built around these horrible acronyms, and a lot of them are not even quite clearly defined. What's XDR? So sorry about that. But I'm just going to go with the flow here. Um, so trying to understand what, what's really, what's happening, right? And then breaking that down into, well, how is this relevant for the MSP? Last year, we um, started looking at the SASE space, Secure Access Service Edge. I was like, I started talking to the MSPs and they're like, what the heck is that? And then I started explaining, they're like, we don't get it. And we, start, we talked a little bit more and more. And then we realized there is an opportunity here. And we started working with a company, with a startup, to really tailor their solution to the MSP space, right? So, so I spend a fair amount of time trying to make sure I'm up to date what's going on, up to date what other vendors are doing, right? What are the products they put out, not just in the MSP space, but across cybersecurity. I look at a lot of startups um, that, that come up because they're often the leading indicator of like, where do we still have gaps, right? Because they wouldn't start a company if there was not a gap. So looking there, um, and then again, bringing back the components that, that we need to build. And then on the strategy side, on, for the product specifically, I spend quite a bit of time with my product managers on, all right, where are we going with the products? What, what do we need to build? Spend time with our MSPs. This is a fantastic week for me here, getting exposed to dozens and dozens of MSPs in roundtables and things like that, where even just when they ask me a question, that question tells me a lot of where their head is at, right? Yeah. And, and taking all that into account, putting it in a bowl, mixing it up, and make sure that there's a nice picture coming out in the end. That's, yeah. that's, that's kind of like how I look at the strategy pieces. And I love doing it. Um, and it's always fun when you start, when, when the strategy is executed into products, the products go to market, and they're picked up, and they actually help protect the, the SMB. Rafi, I love that. And, and for... People in your position, you know, there are certain things you have to focus on, other things you have to trust to the leaders that are underneath your, your, your authority, so to speak. But I love how you try to dissect things and you see things differently. It's almost like in those scenarios where you're thinking outside of the body, like an out-of-body experience. You're looking at a, what I call a bigger landscape. You're looking at the bigger picture. And, and that's really what you have to do, you, you know, connect why some of these other partners that you support, they can't afford you not to think that way. And I love that. Now, you mentioned Microsoft is something that you kind of look at a new partnership, uh, kind of one of your latest endeavors. Uh, are you able to share anything else? Because we come to these conferences, we know you're going to give us some of the latest, greatest insights, things you're working on, things you're going to be putting out there. But anything you're able to share, anything we're privy to right now from your desk to our listeners? 
Yes. So this week we'll be announcing some interesting developments. Actually, kind of funny because we um, all the GMs we got together. So we have three business units, and we got together, tried to figure out what are we going to talk about at IT Nation Connect here for the for the product announcements. And we had so much stuff. Our CEO came back and he's like, guys, we we can't talk about all this. Can we do release some stuff a little early and stuff stuff a little late? Which we're like. Absolutely, that helps us too, right? Um, so there's a lot of announcements happening. You will pick up the theme of hyper-automation of our shared platform, which we call ASIO, which is, I think it's, it's the industry's only purpose-built platform across business management, unified management, and cybersecurity. And that is, that is huge. We spent a number of years building out this platform and the benefits of the platform are really what we're talking about a lot this week here, where these products across even the business units are just starting to play together. You don't have, you don't have to configure one-to-one integrations, but nice. it's things around hyper-automation, things around AI that we're announcing, where, again, AI, this is something we've been working on for quite a while, and we finally, we're super excited to release these things to the market. So... Now, I think the other thing I will say is you're listening to this and you're like, yeah, great, hyper automation, AI, so what? Well, in the end, I don't necessarily care about these different, call them hypes or whatever they are, right? But in the end, it's about what can we do to help the MSP grow faster and be more profitable? And hyper automation is all about, well, more profit, right? The less you have to do manually, the less money you have to spend on technicians spending time on these things, right? Um, and often these things also help you grow faster because now you have the resources you can put into, into the growth. So, so that's really our focus of everything we're doing is how do we help the MSP? Yeah, we want to be able to accelerate their process, not get caught up in the weeds, not to worry about things they can't do. How right. do we integrate this technology with that technology? Exactly. How do we do this? And so I love that. Part of the things that what you do here at ConnectWise, a lot of other conferences don't do, you have these little breakout rooms where you actually have strategy and training. And I love that. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. I want to ask you something a little off topic here, off script, which you're probably used <laughs> to getting. On your profile, and, and, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to encourage people to find you, and I'm going to leave a couple of links for them. But you're also a faculty member with IANS, or Ian's Research. You pro- they provide experience-based security insights for C- chief security officers, their resources, their teams. Talk about how you got involved in that. What do you do as a faculty member there? I've been more engaged in previous years. My day job is just so busy here that I don't have much time on it. But this is, um, IANS is an interesting group. I, I, gosh, I don't remember. It's probably 15 years now that I've been involved with them. Um, as you mentioned, they're a company that contracts with larger organizations, generally with the CISO and the group of the CISO, where they have certain, like take a Goldman Sachs and the the CISO there, they have a lot of experience and things to do, but at some point new technology comes up, they have questions, right? On the faculty, and I forget how many people there are now in the faculty, there's probably like 30 or 40 people. These are all experts in certain areas. And so CISO comes in to I and says like, hey, I have this project, I need to really understand What's the best firewall, firewall for my situation? What's the, what's, what do I do to protect from AI-based attacks? Then in the faculty, everybody has a certain specialty. And IANS goes on and is like, hey, 
um, Joe, you're an expert on this. Do you have time to do a call? So they, they facilitate a call basically where you get an hour with an expert or there's a write-up or something. There's an engagement later. Um, it, it's, been, it's been the times where, where I was very active on this was when I was a consultant myself. Um, that was a fantastic way to get in touch with um, customers out there. Again, in the last uh, two or three years, I haven't really done that much with them. But it's, it's a great organization. It's a great approach to just bring, basically connecting experts with end customers or, or practitioners in the end that, that have certain questions, right? I love that. And that's fantastic. You know, it, it's clear you're doing incredible work and you've led your voice. You've led your experience. You've had incredible resources, not just to IONS research. You've done blogs, you've written books, books including the Applied Security uh, Visualization and the Security Data Link. I love that. But you're also a speaker. This is my passion. This is what I train mm -hmm. leaders on is how to clarify the message, how to speak with confidence and authority. What is it you enjoy about speaking and what have you learned about yourself when you've taken the stage? Huh, that's a good question. I haven't really thought about that. For some reason, I always loved going on stage and speaking publicly. I did, um, gosh, how did I start in this whole thing? I think it really, you know what, how it started is I, I'm a total geek at heart, right? Like I still tinker around with electronics when I have time and whatever. But when I, uh, I studied computer science and ended up in cybersecurity and I always love to jump around on the command line and always try to figure out how do I get most efficient in the stuff I do. I, I still use the command line in my job today to like analyze some data. My team will tell you, they're like, oh gosh, Rafi has a database built again to analyze this data and whatnot, right? So I keep them on their toes. But it, it was a foray to like, how do I optimize my time and what I do? And then I started going down a path of data analytics for cybersecurity when we called it a lot of data, not big data yet. We called it statistics, not AI yet. Um, but started looking into that and I came up with, all kinds of ways to look at data, started looking at how to visualize data. And, and I felt like, well, this is something that other people can benefit from. And I started submitting to conferences. I got accepted at some point. I don't know how many submissions I had to go through before I got accepted, but I started speaking. And what I loved is the feedback afterwards. People came up and like, hey, this is really cool. Can we collaborate? Can we help? This was interesting. And so I think it's, it's that feedback, that positive feedback loop that I was able to create. And I, I started being known for something that people came up to me, right? And, and so that's, I always kind of enjoyed the, that part of, of my, my jobs. And I was always very lucky that I had that opportunity. I, I find that fascinating. And what I tell people all the time is, if you want to get up there and have a voice, find out what your niche is, find out what yeah. you're going to be known for. What is it about you? What is it about what you share that will resonate with the hearts and minds of your audience? I that's yeah, here. fully agree. And, and I, also adding to that, maybe like I, I was always, I got very lucky in my career that and some of it is, is you can say was planned, but a lot of it was definitely luck where I, I ended up generally having jobs that I really just loved. I loved what I did and I was always able to navigate in the direction of where I wanted to learn more and where I wanted to go. And I got, came from an engineer to a product manager and then the whole path. Um, and being able to talk about what you love, having that passion, 
that's what drove me to write a book. Nice. And, and now I would look at it, writing a book. I'm like, Jesus, that is way too much work, right? <laughs> but I just loved it. And I was like, no, it's the right thing to do, right? I just, it just made sense. There, there's so many questions I want to ask you. But you know what you remind me of? I, I was watching this movie and this husband said to his wife, she, he said, when you dream, I mean, when you sleep sometimes, you talk in your sleep, but in a different language, in her uh, native language. He says, I want to understand you. And so for guys like you, you who have so much going on, sometimes I just want to say, stop. You've got to understand <laughs> what's going on with you. But, but I love your passion because that's what's carrying you. There, there's something I want to ask you, not, not to get off topic, and, and please come back because there's more about your life outside of work, if you can believe that, that there, there is one, uh, that I want to ask you about. And, and, but I want to ask you, what has shaped you in terms of your leadership, your leadership style, the most? Has it just been your spirit of curiosity? Has it been some type of mentorship or something that shaped you in that way? But what has shaped and influenced your leadership the most? We'll be right back after this short break. Are you projecting the right image to your market? Are you optimizing your name recognition and presence online? Elite Public Image is a leader in strategic communications and marketing solutions, ranging from public relations, brand communications, and content marketing strategy to social media and reputation management for businesses, professionals, and VIPs of all types. Whether you're looking to develop a spectacular brand or need a brand refresh, look no further than Elite Public Image. Visit ElitePublicImage.com and let Elite put their experience to work for you. Are you an MSP looking to strengthen the relationships that you have with your clients? Look to reinforce your value by maximizing your QBRs. Simplify the approach by turning any account manager into a virtual CIO with a humanized IT framework. Visit humanizeit.biz and start to create genuine human connections through better conversations rather than just presentations. Humanize IT. Are you tired of struggling to keep your team motivated and engaged? Do you wish there was an easier way to develop your employee skills and build a high-performing team? Well, look no further than Mercury Learning Library and Coaching. If you're a tech company that values happy, high-performing teams and leaders, Mercury is the solution you've been looking for. You'll have access to online training, bi-weekly group coaching to power up your employees, their skills, their leadership skills, their sales, and public speaking. And for CEOs and business owners, we have an offer exclusive just for you. It is a training track to help you lead your company to success. Here's the thing. Your employees want to grow and develop. They want to be motivated and engaged at work, but it's not always easy to know where to start. That's where Mercury comes in. We provide specific development tracks for managers, employees, and HR leaders to help them achieve their goals and reach their full potential. Hey everybody, I'm Christina and I'm a brand and image strategist where we consult you on how you're coming across, how your total brand, um, social media, the way you speak, the way you look, the way uh, your website looks, and it's all important in encompassing especially effective communication. So I have a book that I'd like to recommend. This book called, called Talk It Up by David and Danny Sue Brown does exactly that. It goes step by step and it tells you exactly what you need to know. It is very easy to follow. It will boost your confidence. It will help you communicate effectively to your audience. 
I've had some very interesting bosses, especially in the beginning of my career. That I'm, they definitely um, made a uh, an impact on on how I lead today. Um, I think. Oh gosh, I could take this so many down so many uh, paths here, but in the end. What, what, what I find interesting about leadership, right? It's like people ask, oh, why, why do you enjoy what you're doing? Or why, why do you um, enjoy that kind of role? And it's like, look, in the end, I, got, I get to scale quite extensively, right? And that's really, that's very interesting because having spent 25 years in cybersecurity, I've seen a couple of things and I've seen a couple of things go wrong. I made a lot of my own mistakes and being at a place now where, I can work with a team that brings products and services to the market uh, that I could never do alone, right? It's just impossible. But having a whole team that you can drive and, and point in a direction and run with is just so gratifying. And, and I'm trying to work with my team where I, I, I'm trying to make sure they have the authority and the, the freedom to do things. But then, as the great example this morning, um, one of our engineering leads from India is here, and we met up at 8 in the morning because they wanted to pitch me some idea. And we're sitting down, and he starts pitching. He, he knows exactly what's going to happen. Rafi's going to ask questions and just try to poke holes. And he did a great job. He's, he convinced me that, you know, it's the right thing, although I was very critical, right? But that's what I'm trying to do. I, I'm trying to empower people, but then with what I've seen, I, I know a couple places where things could go wrong. And I'm just trying to poke holes, right? Have you thought about this? And often I will uncover something like, okay, let's fix that and, and move forward, right? And that's, that's what I enjoy, like that, that scale and being able to help others start seeing how to think about some of the problems and how to package some of the problems to, to make a business case, for example. Right? I love it. I love it. And it's a great way to segue into this question I have about coaching. And part of leadership, a part of really developing and building up your teams is you've also got a coach. Now, besides your background and your love for Zen philosophy and the principles you apply to your leadership, you talked about coaching your team members to understand what they should look for, what they should understand before they even present a case to you. Talk about your interest in coaching. I know you love coaching. You love, you love sports. You're, you have experience coaching a, a national sports team in Switzerland. So dive into the connection between coaching and leadership in the professional setting. I will probably be the first one to say that I'm not always doing the best job coaching people. Um, and often I fall into the, the trap of teaching rather than coaching, right? It's like, oh, here's how I need this to happen. Whereas in the coaching approach, it's kind of like you meet whoever it is, where they are, and you try to like, with the right questions, you try to bring them on the path, of having them figuring it out themselves, yeah. right? Um, I probably use it almost 50-50 both things like you might my direct reports probably say that I when I grew up I, I ended up in a, in a national sports team and learned that the technique that you have to apply to whatever sport it is is a very big part of it right like if you're playing volleyball there's a certain way you, you smash and you block and all these kinds of things um but at some point, you're getting to your mind's limit, right? Where your mind is playing you tricks. And the, the sport I coached was target shooting. Ooh, it was uh, air rifle and crossbow, super silent, super precise. You're hitting a tip of a needle at a distance of 10 meters wow. every single time. 
So if you, if you have a thought somewhere else, you, you will not hit it because you were just distracted. And so you're, it's very apparent in that sport. And it's actually, it's exactly the same thing in golf, for example, right? But it's so apparent when you're making a mistake, you get immediate feedback. And when I had the opportunity to coach the national team, working with these athletes is just so fascinating because most of the time it was something in their head, a belief, a story that they told themselves that is absolutely not true. And the challenge of taking that story, and it's almost like in karate or in one of the martial arts, you, you take that energy and you, you bend it and you bring it back to their advantage, right? And sometimes it's, it's, it's just being the devil's advocate where it's like, I don't understand what you're talking about. Why did that happen? Uh, an example was this, this guy came to me. He's like, I can't shoot anymore. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, it just doesn't work. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I'm having a, a bad month. I'm like, I don't understand. You don't know how to shoot a bullseye? He's like, no, I can shoot one bullseye, but you know how it goes. A series of 10, I just, I'm not performing at my usual level. I'm like, okay, I don't get it. If you can do it once, you can do it 10 times. You just do the same thing all over. And he argued with me for a while. And he's like, come on, you get it. And I'm like, I'm very serious right now. I want you to go in there and you do 10 times exactly the same thing that you can do once. And you have a perfect series of 10. And first he's like, okay, yeah. I'm like, no, I need you to understand what I'm asking you to do. And somebody's like, okay. He goes off and he comes back like 20 minutes later already. And he's smiling. I'm like, what happened? He's like, you know, I had 10 bullseyes. And then I got so freaking nervous. I had it somewhere out there. But I'm like, okay, point driven home, right? And, and those are just like these little things that we all need. We need a mirror. We need someone to point something out to us that helps us change something. Yeah. And... It's just much easier if you have a coach that can look at you and say, here, you can do it yourself, but it's much harder because having that awareness takes quite a lot of practice and introspection and honesty with yourself. Um, And that's why coaching, I think, is just such a uh, probably also undervalued um, thing in, in, in corporate America, I guess. Well, I love it. And I will tell you, I'm so fascinated by you. I want to have you back on to talk about that because working with athletes is something different. They are driven already. They want right. perfection. They want to be their best. I mean, imagine Hussein Bolt. How did he get better every single time? He had coaching. Coaching, yeah. how he got off the block, yeah. how he accelerated, how he moved, every muscle fibers. Everything is there. And you said even the importance of breathing. And I can't imagine what goes through their mind because the most important thing is the mindset. I love that you do this. I want to thank Marty, uh, Raphael Marty for coming on the program. I mean, like I said, we're going to have him back again. He serves as Executive Vice President, General Manager of Cybersecurity at ConnectWise. They provide solutions designed specifically for the MSP space. We talked about his background, his journey, why he loves speaking, what he believes about balance, what he believes about coaching. This is incredible stuff. Raphael, please come back. You can find out more about him. Go to LinkedIn. Go to ConnectWise.com or go to his personal site, R-A-F-F-Y.ch. Rafi.ch and learn about his life, his background, his books, his resources. This is one fascinating guy. You're going to love hearing from him again. Thank you, Rafi, for joining me today. Thanks, David. This was really fun. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk Tech Leadership. Please subscribe, download, and share this program. Learn about sponsorship opportunities and become featured on our program. Follow us on LinkedIn, 
and other social media platforms. Be sure to also give our other program, Twins Talk It Up, a listen as well. We will see you next time in the next episode of Twins Talk Tech Leadership.